All right, well, good morning. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, today, I'm going to share with you the Christmas story um, because I think it's important for us to remember what the true meaning of Christmas is, why we actually celebrate Christmas. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, it's from a pagan holiday. It's got pagan origins. We don't celebrate Christmas because of anything pagan related. That was all cultural and uh, the the celebration, the meaning for the, uh, the celebration has nothing to do with any of those so-called origins. Um, we celebrate Christmas as Christ's birth. We all know that he wasn't born on December 25th, but just like we know that uh, the resurrection wasn't on the day that Easter is. Um, we celebrate that in remembrance of what happened in remembrance of the resurrection. And so we celebrate the birth of, of Christ uh, in the same fashion. Um, this is a celebration and remembrance of Jesus's birth. It's a, it's a birthday party. Um, while the rest of the world is, you know, concerned about material things and the gift giving and the time with family, you know, which is important. I'm not saying that uh, spending time with your family is not important, but that is not the reason for the season. The Christmas has become so commercialized uh, in America, at least, that the meaning has almost been lost. And it's up to us to keep the meaning and the reason going. The reason, no matter what, for the celebration of this holiday is not for the family time. It's not for the Christmas presents under the tree, it is to remember the birth of Jesus Christ. Uh, at the end of the day, the material possessions, the gifts that we get and or give, they will go away. They will disappear. They are not eternal. Without the cross, oh, I'm sorry, without the birth, we don't have the cross. Without the cross, we don't have a resurrection. And without the resurrection, we don't have salvation. Without salvation, we don't have any hope. Salvation is eternal. So remember this Christmas season that one of the greatest gifts that you can give to someone is the gift of the gospel, sharing the gospel with them. You might be the only person that shares it with them. You might be the first person that they've ever heard it from. And you might be the only person, the first and the last person to share it with them. Because we don't know tomorrow is not guaranteed. And if you don't share it with them today, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and they, they, it could be you could be the last person that they talk to. So share the gospel. Most churches that are worth anything are having a Christmas Eve celebration today, and then they should be also having regular services tomorrow because that is just what is important is sharing the gospel. So invite your family, invite your friends to the Christmas Eve services um, and to church, the regular services, or even if they're Christmas Day services, whatever. Invite them to church tomorrow on Sunday as well. Um, before I read the Christmas story, there are a couple of um, passages that we can look at prophesying the birth of Jesus nearly 700 years before it happened. Isaiah number, uh, chapter 6, I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 says, For us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Isaiah 7.14 says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means God with us. 
Uh, there's a couple of different accounts in the Bible of the birth of Jesus. We are going to uh, look at the account in verse, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 2. Um, there's an account, uh, Luke chapter 2, there's an account in Matthew as well, the beginning of Matthew. Um, you can see uh, another account of Christ's birth and the wise men. We're going to be in Luke chapter 2, and we are going to um, start in verse 6. And Joseph has gone up to Galilee for um, the census. Um, they're in Bethlehem, and he's with his, uh, his future wife. They're not married yet, but with his future wife, Mary. Um, and she is pregnant with the, the child of the Holy Spirit. Starting in verse 6, Luke chapter 2, verse 6. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in their fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards, toward men. Here we have the account of Jesus' birth. If you continue reading on, um, you can follow uh, the wise men to where they come to Bethlehem and they find Jesus in the manger and they present him with the gifts. But remember, this Christmas season, that we have hope. We have the gift, the free gift of salvation by putting our faith in Jesus Christ, and the blood of the cross. God sent us His Son, the greatest gift He could send to us for atonement for our sins, for forgiveness for our sins, because there is no works that we could do. There was no other way for us to achieve salvation. We, our, our sins deserve death and bloodshed which was the reason for the sacrifices in the Old Testament. When Jesus was born, that was the ultimate gift that would eventually become the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. So if you've not yet accepted the Lord as your Savior, it's simple. Ask Jesus Christ to come into your life. Ask God to come into your life to save you, forgive you for your sins, and repent of your sins. And repentance means to turn away from. Make a commitment to put God first in front of everything in your life. And it requires changing things in your lives. It requires putting God first above all else. Above the TV shows, above the football games, the baseball games, the basketball games. Uh, above music. Above your own family. God needs to be the first in the center of your life. So make a commitment today. Don't wait. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We can have the the assurance 
of eternal life. It's a free gift to put your faith in Jesus. We don't have to convolute it and make it complicated because there's no works that we can do. The, the only work that we can do is accepting Christ as our Savior and putting our faith and our trust in Jesus for everything that we do. In everything that we do. And putting Christ at the forefront of everything. Of our relationships, of our marriage, of our lives. Jesus is the reason for the season. Make sure to give Him the glory. And put Him at the forefront of everything. If you're traveling this Christmas weekend, then I wish you safe travels. I, I pray for blessings with your families, and that the Lord will speak to you and use you to His will. Have a blessed and safe Christmas. God bless. And as always, stay in the Word and stay grounded with God at the forefront of everything. Merry Christmas.